The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Africa strategist at Rand Merchant Bank is Neville Mandimika. And Neville, we've got a huge win for the opposition in Zambia. Jeez, Bruce. Uh, yeah, it was actually quite a shocker. Uh, you can imagine how I spent my weekend uh, just following all the, the poll results there. But, yeah, it's, it's been quite exceptional. Uh, I think very few people actually called uh, that the opposition would be, uh, you know, taking the keys to the kingdom, as it were. Does it make any significant difference for the future of, of Zambia, which needs an overhaul? It needs a turnaround. It needs help. I certainly think so. I mean, if I if I look at um, uh, President-elect uh, Hakaide Ichilema, uh, his manifesto, and also on his uh, campaign trail, a lot of things that he was talking about is exactly what Zambia needs at the moment, uh, which is stuff around, you know, uh, proper fiscal consolidation, an IMF program, reform within the FX sector, all of that stuff. Uh, you know, he was uh, singing all the, the right tunes. But I think now is the time of reckoning where the proverbial... Uh, you know, rubber hits the road uh, and actually time to implement. So, you know, of course, we are cautiously optimistic, uh, you know, trying to get a sense of uh, what his agenda will be now that he's in the uh, uh, state house. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's, it's also, I think, most interesting and perhaps most relevant for any political party that's been in power for any length of time anywhere on the African continent. It is possible that change happens and that change may happen and take you by surprise. So you better start, you know, thinking hard about the future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, what's, what's really encouraging here, Bruce, is that, uh, you know, we saw a similar result in uh, in uh, Malawi where, you know, the opposition was not expected to win. And, of course, you know, we saw a new uh, president coming in. And there have been some reforms, uh, you know, albeit slow. Uh, but certain reforms. So, you know, one hopes that, um, you know, the reaction that we've seen from financial markets at the moment, you know, sort of carries through into the medium and long term. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to me about the milk index, please, if you would. The milk index, a bit like Bergonomics in The Economist, is taking a commodity that's available everywhere, and The Economist chose the Big Mac because you can get it in most corners of the globe. You guys at RAB have chosen milk because milk is available everywhere on the African continent at different price points, and that gives you a sense of the purchasing power of each currency. Now, your milk index says the RAND is 17% overvalued. The Big Mac index mm. is globally the RAND is massively undervalued. But talk to me why milk works well for you in this context. You know, it's interesting we're talking about milk now. You know, previously you were talking about, uh, you know, coffee. So I think it sort of dovetails well. <laughs> uh, but to your point, Greece. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, certainly those are the results that, we, that we're getting at the moment. And I think it's, it's important to, to contextualize uh, this methodology. You know, it, it's never meant to be, you know, something which is uh, academically robust, but rather a point of departure in terms of assessing the, the currency risk. So as you mentioned, you know, the RAND, at least by this particular methodology, is showing that the, uh, you know, it's slightly, uh, well, quite significantly overvalued and it's you know it's not difficult to to see why. I mean you know the rand has been one of the best performing currencies uh, within the emerging market spectrum over the last year and a bit. And you know that relative strength, uh, of course, you know would have uh, obviously resulted in some level of uh, of overvaluation. But you know our fixed income and currency strategists, you know, would argue that um, you know the rand, uh, at least by her fundamental views, uh, is not as overvalued, and probably we're not going to see you know rapid depreciation. Uh, within within the uh, the currency itself, so 
you know, the smoking methodology is, is just a point of departure, Bruce. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, you look at Nigeria's Naira, it's actually massively overvalued, according to this particular piece of research, where the Kenyan shilling, the Egyptian pound, are probably closest to fair value. And, you know, look, this is not scientific, and nobody's going to go buy a currency based on what a litre of milk may be selling from one place to another. But it just does give us a sense of buying power of particular currencies. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's not difficult to see, you know, why uh, the, the Naira, for example, is one of the most overvalued currencies within the, the countries that we look at, um, simply because we know, uh, you know, from, uh, from history, uh, that the central bank always keeps a very, very tight lid in terms of how the, the currency moves. So, you know, at the time, I think it was in February, uh, it was in March, April last year, where, you know, Brent really collapsed in, in prices. The, the Naira didn't move. So, you know, ordinarily, You'd expected that the Naira would weaken, you know, alongside uh, weaker uh, oil prices, but that didn't happen. So, you know, naturally, some of those, uh, you know, effects are being reflected in, in these sort of methodologies that we are that we are looking at. And then, of course, on the opposite end of the spectrum, as you mentioned, you know, the Kenyan shilling and the Egyptian pound, you know, both, you know, those countries have got sizable FX reserves. Uh, they've allowed for some weakness uh, within their currency. And, you know, you're actually starting to see that, you know, even from a milk index methodology or, you know, some of the other tools that we, that we use, that the currency is not uh, as overvalued as some of its uh, other peers. Now, the, the point uh, here is, you know, it gives a little bit more comfort, uh, you know, potentially to corporates who've got exposure to, you know, Kenya or even in Egypt, uh, simply because FX risk, at least by this uh, methodology, uh, is not uh, a real issue uh, at, at the moment. Well, thanks to Neville Mandimika. Neville is the Africa strategist at Rand Merchant Bank. Milkonomics. Such a thing? It's an interesting idea. Thank you, Neville, for sharing this evening on The Money Show.